article from the Grapevine, 2005. Hold the parade. Beautiful, wonderful, cognitive article. Hit it out of the park with these articles. Men of high caliber and women with great understanding and perception bring to us these articles. I'm just amazed at the education, the love, the joy, the laughter. As when I first entered AA back in 1982, I saw the camaraderie and, and just the, uh, I was just so much amazed of what a program like Alcoholic Anonymous can do for a variety of different kinds of people, from the businessman to the uh, transit person to the, uh, the homeless for 15 years to the penitentiary guy. And they all come out and they say very, very cognitive, wise advice and their story. Their actually advice is interwoven in the story. You have to really listen to it. They're giving me blueprints to live my life on. So when I need it, I can dig up that story and run on that blueprint. It's just amazing what the program does. Sit and let God be God. That's what happened to me. I sat down from being a Nessio. You know, Nessio is incorrigible child. Always got to be moving around as an adult. I was able to listen and take advice. And just want to tell you a quick story. I heard uh, one story of a guy that was talking AA out there, and he said he was uh, a wet drunk. In other words, he uh, he get literally soaked in the rain as he was drinking his wine. And he wanted to come in out of the rain into the meetings, he said. But he said, you have to get rid of your bottle. He wouldn't let get rid of his bottle, his wine bottle. So they had a, a business meeting, and they talked about that problem that the local guy wanted he had a desire to stay sober. So what they concluded is they'll put him in the closet room. And there was a closet there and he can go in there and because he stunk and he can lean on the brooms. So the guy said, you know, he started coming to meetings and the meetings start and he go right into his closet and he closed the meeting room and he leaned on the brooms and take a sip of his wine while the meeting was going on. And he said his prayers. And then he said when the meeting was out, he'd get out of there and he'd run to the store and he'd come back because they kept telling him, keep coming back, keep coming back. And this went on for a while till a light went on in the closet. And from there on, he was now testifying of what a desire can do to lean forward and the love and the fellowship and the stories caught him. That's a miracle that caught my attention. And today, since eight, 40 years later, I'm still telling you guys that story. What I adventure to understand and what unraveled me, the AA program. Stories like this next story I'm going to read to you. Grapevine Story, Hold the Parade by Steve V. from Corvallis, Oregon. Thank you, Steve, for sending this painstaking article in. And all the work it takes to do your story. I hope that someday that we will be inspired and send our stories, our capers, in. Why one AA doesn't celebrate his anniversary. I don't celebrate my AA anniversary, plural, 
personally for a number of reasons. First, because I spent many years taking chips for my meager sobriety dates and they did not help me to stay sober. When I finally got sober, my sponsor told me to do everything differently. And I discovered that when I passed by my sobriety landmarks anonymously, a surprising sense of joy was awakened in me. I realized that God sees what I am in secret and repays me generously. I never received this sense of satisfaction from pub- publicly celebrating my landmarks. Also, I want to avoid any implications that I deserve recognition for my sobriety. In my opinion, the quality of my sobriety speaks for itself. Good or bad, a tree is known by its fruit, not by medallions. I hang on it. My gratitude, respect, and helpfulness to others make a much better statement of my sobriety than my collection of tokens or lack of them. I don't keep my sobriety day secret, but I don't make an issue of it either. It's not my doing that I am sober. It's God's. My part was the weaknesses. God was the strength. I merely surrendered from my heart, and I began to let God be God in my daily life. Can there be much credit to me if I only did what was reasonable? And what I should have done a long time ago. Also, AA's effectiveness is evident anyway. Whether people take tokens or not, it comes from the heart of sober people and it is not going to be lacking in most meetings. If it is lacking, no amount of celebration and token giving will disguise that. The length of my sobriety and the quality of it will come out in my honest relations with other AAs. At this level, it will always be meaningful and helpful. On the other end of the spectrum, anniversaries can turn into unsober parades of self-interest personalities, which can be a disservice to AA's primary purpose. I found that, for me, sobriety is best passed on by attraction rather than by promotion. I no longer need to yell the truth out. It is not less true because it is shouted rather than whispered or lived. I no longer need to yell the truth out, folks. It is not less true because it is shouted rather than whispered or lived. Or lived. The truth has the advantage of being true. It will support itself without my help. For me, this way of life is lived one day at a time. Treating each day like another, there is nothing any more remarkable about my sobriety date than about today. It is true that it is a human landmark, but I suspect that God views my sobriety differently than I do. How many days I have not drunk alcohol I can count how many days I have really been sober in spirit are actually fewer. There were a few days scattered through my early sobriety when I was not in a sober frame of mind, but I didn't drink. I haven't changed my sobriety date. I wouldn't know what to change it to. The quantity of my sobriety is less important to me than the quality. 
of course, I speak for myself, and I heartily support those with different ideas. God forbid that I should think I am any better or worse than any other. Then another, just because my ideas are different. I hold my opinions loosely these days. I know well that I am easily capable of being very wrong. So I always reserve the right to change my opinion. At all costs, I hope to keep an open mind because otherwise I will cease to grow. Steve B. from Corvallis, Oregon. Hey, man, I'm Fernando Alcoholic. What do you think about those apples? Amazing, incredible. You're going to have to go back and each paragraph and really enjoy that one. All right, moving on here, we have an entry by Anonymous from Patchhog, New York. I'm sure that's not the way you say it. Pat Chokey, Shog, New York. I apologize for those who are from there. And an anniversary to remember. Grief and celebration within the AA rooms. A year ago last April, our home group, which meets every Sunday night, made plans for our chairman's 12th anniversary in Alcoholics Anonymous. My job was to order the cake. All chocolate, of course, Richard's favorite. So on Tuesday night before the big event, I saw Richard at another AA meeting. I mentioned that I had just ordered his cake. I knew that he had been ailing and hoped that this would brighten his spirits. He smiled and told me how much he was looking forward to this happy occasion. Three days later, I received a call from another friend informing me that Richard had passed away earlier that day. In deep shock, I didn't comprehend what he meant, my dear friend. I believe he meant another Richard in a neighboring AA group who had also been very ill. When it finally dawned on me that it was my friend who had passed away, I was devastated. The only clear thought that emerged from that was must still go ahead with the plans for Richard's anniversary. Over the next two days, I talked with many people. When Sunday night came, we all gathered around the long rectangular table in the basement of the church that we had met in regularly for the past few years. I lit the candles and we all sang happy anniversary to Richard. For the next hour and a half, we spoke of his grace, wit, and serenity, and the fact that he was now indeed happy, joyous, and free. The acting chairman then placed the candles in my hands and proceeded to help me cut the cake for all the guests. It was the first time that I had cried since my friend's death. A few days later, I put the candles in his casket, along with his favorite possessions, a pair of sunglasses, his cane, and a coffee mug he had always carried to AA meetings. Now, some 15 months later, I know that Richard is smiling with the knowledge of how many of us will always cherish his humor and devotion to carrying the message of AA. Anonymous. Beautiful. Life goes on, folks. I'm Fernando Alcoholic. Our next story is Ted S. 
from South China Sea. Cool, huh? And AA marks his anniversary with quite quiet reflection. Called Simply Celebrate. In a way, it would be nice to have a big group celebration with a cake and all of the rest of the hoopla, but not for this recovering AA. Not that I sobered up alone, far from it. Without the help of people, real living, breathing people, I wouldn't be coming up on my sixth anniversary. When on land, I keep it simple during my anniversary week. I might go to dinner with someone special, to a movie with a friend, or maybe just to hang out at the local AA meeting place. But if I want to really get into the AA anniversary spirit, I will recall the last few days of my drinking. Those last gaps, trying to hold it together while managing my heavy consumption is enough to keep me scared sober for the next millennium. One thing that I'll never forget to do each year is to get a chip as a reminder of where my sobriety started and how fast it could all end. And if I think of it, when I am not too wrapped up in my own what's in it for me club, I try to do something for someone else and not take the credit. Thank you very much, Ted S. from South China Sea. Our next story is sent to us by Shelly K. from Weedus Keywin, Alberta. <laughs> what a party! I was at a party the other night. You know the, that kind. A little too loud, a little crazy, lots of laughter. I laughed until my head hurt and my ears ached. When the morning after arrived, however, not one single hangover in the bunch. Nice perk. It comes from partying with the AA gang. As a guest of my dad's open AA birthday, he had 33 of them now and I never miss. I go to support him and I am filled with pride. It also a great in. I love this taste of the internal workings of Alcoholic Anonymous. My yearly fix. I leave recharged, optimistic. I leave wanting to be an alcoholic. Well, a recovering meeting, attending alcoholic at least. I have my reasons. For one thing, AA members get to have two birthdays a year without aging twice as fast. In fact, the members I know seem to be youthing, youthing, getting younger. That zing in some of those 90-year-olds make me feel downright stodgy. There's also the jocularity, the group's joy de vivai, de vivre, Joy de Vivre, I watched their inner circle with the eye of a last pick for the baseball team. I long to go in, to be included to incorporate this team spirit into my daily life. AA members attribute much of their enthusiasm to their manual and life support, the big book which has helped countless alcoholics navigate the treacherous waters of sobriety. 
There is also the serenity prayer, that miraculous nugget of wisdom that can be clutched in a hurry or pondered lengthily during times of meditation. Then there are the life-affirming slogans. The essence of AA is often found in the street in the form of bumper stickers. Easy does it. Keep it simple. One day at a time. Let go and let God. Live and let live. First things first. Sitting behind an AA member's car at a red light can be almost be a spiritual awakening in itself. I often been lifted out of my craviest driver mode by these inspirations. Attraction rather than promotion. That's AA method by spreading the word. But they got me with an enchantment rather than promotion. An enchantment, if you will. Another reason I like to be a recovering alcoholic is the camaraderie. My dad can travel anywhere in the world and have more friends at the end of the day than I met in a lifetime. I like belonging to an international social club with members who support one another around the clock. An alcoholic need only head for the phone in a moment of despair and help is headed for the doorstep. My experience with AA members is this. They're funny, they're wise, they're compassionate. They don't have time to waste on tediousness. They're working on themselves, climbing the steps to a self they long to know, and they seem to be having a heck of a good time doing it. So, a peer inside the AA window, and I see the good times, the joyful times. What I don't see and what I can't begin to imagine is the sorrow they may have to battle. I can't feel the enormous struggle to obtain this jovial, jovial sobriety. The courage and fortitude to say no to the first drink. I don't know what it takes to overcome the times of black despair, or as my dad calls it, gangrene of the soul. No, I guess I'm just a fair-weather AA wannabe. A good annual dose of an open AA meeting will have to suffice as my spiritual tonic until next year. Until then, I think I'll drive around looking for AA bumper stickers. Thank you, Shelly Kay, for this incredible story. And AA admires taking take on the program. All right, all right. Let's see if we got any more stories on this cover. I think we're done with the stories of this uh, 2005 AA. Uh, here's a couple of jokes. Uh, Ham on Rye, it's called. Here's where you send in your jokes to the P.O. Box 1980, 475 Riverside Drive, New York, New York. Or aagrapevine.org. <laughs> Donnie B. from Wurstboro, New York, sends us, an AA member is walking along the beach, savoring his sobriety. He comes across an old bottle that has washed up on the shore. Curiously, he pulls out the cork. Out of it pops a smoke. A genie appears. Thank you for saving me, says the genie. It seems as if I was a prisoner of the bottle for ages. Now I am free.
The drunk considers the genie, reflects, and replies, Thank you for sharing. I identify. <laughs> Pretty good. Ed L. from Coos Bay, Oregon. What can come out of Coos Bay, Oregon, Ed? He says, an oldie but a goodie. A newcomer asks her sponsor what the big book has to say about sex. The sponsor gets her numbers mixed up, and instead of saying page 69, directs the newcomer to page 96, where she reads, Do not be discouraged if your prospect does not respond at once. Search out another alcoholic and try again. You are sure to find someone desperate enough to accept with eagerness what you offer. We find it a waste of time to keep chasing a man who cannot or will not work with you. <laughs> Pretty good, Mr. Ed from Coos Bay, Oregon. Our next one is by Cindy C. from sent by via email. Senility prayer. God grant me the senility to forget the people I never liked, the good fortune to run into the ones that I do, and the eyesight to tell the difference. <laughs> Amen. Jack L. from Hewlett, New York says, heard at meetings, the good news is that we get our emotions back. The bad news is the same. <laughs> and David K. from Wilmington, Delaware says, when it comes to gratitude, my mind is like Teflon. When it comes to resentment, my mind is like flypaper. Meetings help me reverse that phenomenon. Thank you, David K. Amazing. We have a, a liquor store called Cork V with a picture that says big old letters, Cork, Cork 5 Liquors. And it says, June 10, 1935, Alcoholics Anonymous found it. <laughs> Don C. submitted this photo via the Internet. Although we are not sure of its exact location, we appreciate its amusing contradictions and share in wishing AA a happy anniversary. And this is 78th year at that time. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming down here. And uh, let's go ahead and finish off with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for it ever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Thank you so much for coming in today. God bless you. We see, we'll see you the next time around. Take care.